This is Stu Strauss, the Woodsman, and you're listening to Inspirato Projecto. Okay, folks, we are driving in the car right now. You're sitting on my lap. I just dropped Jenny off at the airport. She's going out to Tennessee. I didn't even realize she was going out to Tennessee. She's going out to Tennessee to see my brother, our sister-in-law, and the kids. So I made sure to put some of those Yachtly Cruises in there, along with some uh, postcards and stickers, some uh, guitar picks, and as I, so, I st- I just stopped by a gas station. I picked up some some coffee. They said they had high energy mocha. So we'll see. We'll see how that how that works out. That would be really, really fantastic if if this mocha was as high powered as they claim. Because as soon as I get home, right now the time is seven twenty three a.m. The date I don't know. I don't know. Might be the uh, eighth. Today's the eighth. I think eight eight double infinity day. Oh my god. Today's gonna be today's gonna be filled with synchronicities. I just know it. Oh yeah. Okay. So at the machine as I was filling up, it said Curtis on there. Now my full name is not Curtis. My full name is Kurt. My birth name is Kurt. However, throughout the years, I've always I've always had friends who would call me Curtis. Usually Curtis Strange. Curtis Strange. <laughs> I love it. So it's funny, you know. Usually nicknames are shorter versions. It's a shorter version of of the name. In this case, it's a it's a little bit of an elongated version. Like Jenny, Jenny's name is Jenny, but I'll call her Jennifer. She'll call me Curtis. So there I was. I, uh, I was getting the coffee, and I almost didn't stop there either. I almost held off. I was gonna. I was thinking, you know, maybe I'll go to a Seven Eleven that's closer because there's a certain method that I like when I make my coffee. I like to get the biggest cup possible. I uh, put in. Now, at 7-Eleven, they used to have what was called energy fusion coffee. Just when you didn't think that coffee gave you enough energy, there's energy fusion coffee. So whatever that means. So I would usually take that. It was it was usually in a yellow, at a yellow handle. And uh, I'd pour that in there. Now they got these machines that dispense them. But, uh, but you know, I mean, it was a circ- you know, the circular pot. So I would pour that in there. I would put in sometimes two or three or four shots of what's called Stoke, S-T-O-K. It's got the uh, it's got the little line over the O, energy shots. And um, now they hide them behind the counters a lot. I think people are just nabbing them, you know, nabbing them, not, not even getting coffee. They're like, oh, if this, has, if this has caffeine in this one shot, why am I getting coffee? So they're probably just putting those in their pockets and just doing shots of those throughout the day. At least that's what I would do if I was... Uh, a high schooler and, and didn't have any money for coffee. And so then I would put a few of those in there and then and then I'd bring it over to the um, the other machine, which, you know, they got like the sort of the... the uh, I know that, you know, they've got flavors that you can put in there. You squirt them in there and it's like vanilla, whatnot. And then they got a machine of, of coffee, uh, you know, like let's say like French vanilla or mocha or, you know, around, uh, uh, 
Halloween time, they start coming out with the pumpkin spice, which I love. So I'll make the combination of that and woo, that is woo-wee. As Jimi Hendrix says, wow, man, that is really, you want to go to Jupiter? Man alive, Coat 45. That got me through so many years of substitute teaching. I would eat a banana, I'd bring a banana, and I'd bring one of those large cups of coffee, and they're like, Mr. C, you're talking too fast. I would see, man, just, I would just blast these kids with, blast them with good vibes, information that they're not used to hearing, and uh, motivation. It would surprise me when I would go into classrooms and then I'd hear a kid go, Mr. C, give us a lecture. And so then I would, I'm like, what? You actually like hearing what, what this stuff is all about? I know it was mostly probably because they didn't want to do their uh, classwork. So I'd, I'd, I'd have that, and whoa, man, let me tell you. It got me through the day. It got me through the day. So after dropping her off, I, decided, I, I saw one of those gas stations. It looked like they'd probably have their own coffee thing there. So I got out. Sure enough, they had, and it, it said Curtis on there as I was about to fill it up. It was mocha. Energy, energy mocha. It was really interesting. The other day I was watching a video, an interview with Daryl Anka. Daryl Anka is the guy who channels Bashar. If you ever get a chance, check out some of those videos. Even if you don't believe in the spiritual stuff, um, but let's say if you find yourself enjoying science fiction movies, fantasy movies, uh, just, just, you know, otherworldly type movies, stuff that enhances your imagination... Uh, I, you know, ch- check out this stuff just for kicks, just to see if you get something out of it. Try to look at it from a just a non-judgmental point of view. Just, just you know, just see how the vibration affects you. See how the vibration affects you. There's a lot of valid information that comes through Daryl Anka when he's channeling Bashar. A lot of very good information. So even if you think that it's just a big circus act and he's putting on a a show whatnot, it is quite uncanny how he knows how to get to the, the deep root of exactly human behavior, all that razzmatazz. And then when you see more, and then let's say when you go to check out Abraham Hicks, Esther Hicks, she channels a spirit named Abraham. Abraham is a council of basically um, you know, a council that reveals information through her. People ask questions. Sometimes she'll just lecture. And her too. Phenomenal information. And then if you go to read Seth Speaks by Jane Roberts, Seth Speaks, that too will explode your brain. That, Seth is an entity that this woman, Jane Roberts, channeled long ago. Long ago. This little Jewish, this little Jewish lady, this little Jewish lady. And she just, hi, you know, smiling. And she's got her little, or actually big glasses, hi, just smiling. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, when she goes into that channeling mode, 
what you would understand. And she, her face just changes. She takes her glasses off. Her face changes totally. When I see her face, when she, when it changes, it reminds me of like, like, like a pharaoh or something. Like, like an Egyptian or something. Not that she is speaking from an Egyptian point of view necessarily. But you end up finding out <clears throat> through these. What happened was her her husband would write down all this information. He had a certain shorthand. So he would write down all this information. And then it started out with them playing with the Ouija board. They're very skeptic, you know, skeptics. And they thought, you know what, well, let's play with, play with the Ouija board. Let's just, let's see if anything comes out of it. And a, uh, an entity named Seth spoke through it. And then they got freaked out and they got rid of the Ouija board. But Seth kept kept uh, visiting them. Kept visiting them and speaking through Jane Roberts. Which would be awesome to do a movie about her. I would love to do a movie about her. Uh, and and uh, Robert. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I think his her name is Jane Roberts and her husband's name is Robert Butts. <sighs> interesting. And so Seth says that the two of them knew each other long ago, long, long ago. Um, and I guess he was friends with them long ago in a past life. And from the stuff that we've learned concerning past lives... Uh, past lives all happen there's no past or even future it's all happening concurrently as we keep reading about it's all happening concurrently in uh, Dolores Cannon's book Convoluted Universe Oh, oh, no, this, this is what it was. In her lectures, because she'll have lectures. This is how I found out about Jane, uh, about Dolores Cannon with her past life regression stuff. I came across these videos of her on YouTube. And then I looked her up. I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to contact this woman. And I would like to figure out how to get a past life regression. And I'd like to take her class because she, she, she would teach class as well. By the time I came across these videos and I was looking her up and all this stuff she had died uh, so what she has left behind is this luckily she took videos of her teaching what she, what she calls it's called QHHT quantum healing hypnosis technique and people who go under this hypnosis they usually go under the hypnosis because they want to be cured of these various ailments so they have stomach issues and they wonder why, what's going on? Well, it turns out that long ago in a past life, uh, maybe they got in an argument in uh, you know the 1920s or something at, at Prohibition era. And someone comes in, brah, jabs them in the belly with a glass bottle or something. And, the, and they've just held on to that anger. They've held on to that, you know, not realizing what the hell that's all about. And... They've carried that spirit has carried along with them throughout these years, so they've had these stomach issues. So now she goes back into there in the past life. She talks to that spirit, lets them go. Say, look, can we can we work on this? And in every instance, there's a time where the subconscious comes in. So it's interesting. So you'll you'll 
on the page you'll see how the so the person will be talking within that past life and and then there'll be some questions that they can't answer and so then so then uh, Dolores Cannon will say okay say okay you know what thank you so much for your time you can go now we're going to bring in the subconscious and the subconscious is the one that can answer all of the questions that the person who is you know sort of visiting that particular past life at that time could not answer so the subconscious comes in and can always answer these questions and it's the subconscious that gives her you know this information through all these different people and man even if you just look at this stuff as science fiction she's the best science fiction writer out there even if you just play with the idea of it, you know it's funny because a lot of us will play video games and we'll suspend our disbelief a lot of us will watch movies we'll suspend our disbelief we'll listen to music suspend our disbelief etc 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 it has to take a certain amount of suspension of disbelief of just giving yourself over to it meditation you'll never be able to do meditation unless you suspend your disbelief it's it's in other words all resistance all resistance it's the only way that the true knowledge can happen just just shoop, just get rid of all resistance all all judgments on how something could work or could not work or the logistics or the scientific proofs whatnot just for kicks just for kicks dial your mind your mind back to when you were a little kid back to when you were a little kid and you you didn't judge what you were playing with you didn't judge the fact that you and your sister were playing uh uh I don't know cops and robbers you know you and hers your 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 uh, partners partners and you're catching the bad guys and you know and you're playing along with that you're improvising with that and as a little kid, you're not thinking, well, we're not really cops. Well, you're not really a robber. Hey, Joey, you're not really a robber. And Joey says, yeah, Kevin, well, you're not really a cop. They just, you just do it. You just play it. You go. It's the only way you can really truly enjoy it. It's like a David Lynch film. You got to just let it wash over you without trying to make sense of it. Just being okay with it. Just being okay with it. It's, it's part of it. Just being okay with it. So if you, should you decide to check out some of these Dolores Cannon, D-O-L-O-R-E-S, Cannon, C-A-N-N-O-N. If you want to check out Seth Speaks, that's the other book. That's by Jane Roberts. The books, there's a whole series. So uh, let me go back to Dolores Cannon for a moment. There's a whole series called Convoluted Universe. That's where I'm learning about the past life regression stuff. I think I'm on book four, maybe. And uh, she has a whole series of talking to Nostradamus. And in one of her videos, this is what I was, this is concerning past lives. So when we come into this human 
clothing, this earthling clothing. We we come in with amnesia. This is why we go. Why can't I remember the past lives? Why not? Why not? Well, there's the there's amnesia. We've made an agreement to forget, so then we can. <laughs> it's a game of hide and seek, as Alan Watts calls it. It's a game of hide and seek. The questions are what lead you to those answers. <laughs> so you have to have that curiosity. You have that curiosity. You have to have that curiosity of wanting to answer a question, of wanting to figure out what is beyond this. Then the universe provides it for you. Your your other aspects of yourself. And uh, Dolores Cannon. So okay, so. Nostradamus kept coming through this one particular woman. And uh, Dolores got in these big conversations with Nostradamus and wrote a bunch of books. Nostradamus told her, he goes, basically, we're speaking in real time right now. It's like a telephone. It's like a telephone. When you're talking on the phone, the person who's hearing your voice is not hearing you. And in fact, they're not hearing you in real time. They're hearing you like a split second. And it's not you. It's your voice that's digitized through this thing. However, to you and them, it seems like you're talking in real time. It feels like it. feels like it. And Nostradamus said, you and I are speaking in real time right now. Basically, this is, I'm where I'm at, you're where you're at. I'm giving you information, you're giving me information. So she would tell Nostradamus something, and then he'd say, let me, let me write that down. <laughs> so imagine this, imagine the Nostradamus information that we hear, that we read about. Imagine if Dolores Cannon actually had a hand in influencing some of that knowledge. So what if she told him about some of the stuff that was going on out here and he wrote that down into the prophecies? Wouldn't that be crazy? What would be interesting too is if he mentions Dolores Cannon. Wouldn't that be funny? I gotta read those books. I don't know, I don't know if she tells him who she is or not one would think you know if they're talking to each other if she's writing about Nostradamus it seems to me that she you know it'd be fair for him to write about her I give her credit where credit's due may hear me cough <clears throat> periodically on this podcast. Ever since I was a little kid, I've had chronic bronchitis. Uh, uh, every year since a little one, I get bronchitis. And been known to return. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not inviting it to come in, but 
you know, I bet if I totally did a, a big time antibiotic, I used to always take uh, amoxicillin. That was the thing. You all probably know what amoxicillin is. Back when I had amoxicillin as a child, it was pink. It was pink. Uh, it's kind of like Pepto Bismol, I suppose. It was a, it was a liquid. Have uh, you ever had Fenergan? Fenergan. I'm gonna make a villain named Fenergan someday. It tasted awful, awful. Fenergan. The bane of my existence growing up. Fenergan. I was like, thank God, amoxicillin. Thank God. Thank God. Please give me the pink stuff. Please. Robitussin Dimatap. Robitussin Dimatap. Amoxicillin. Robitussin Dimatap. Amoxicillin. Cough, cough, cough. Amoxicillin. Sniffle, sniffle, sniffle. Fenergan. There's this time, I think one of my earliest hallucinations without realizing it was a hallucination. I just, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. I had taken, it was an M. It was the first time I'd ever taken this particular medicine. It started with an M. And it sounded equally imposing, equally intimidating as Fenergan. And tasted just as intimidating. I think, yeah, I think that's what it was. I, we switched it up. I'm like, is there something different than Fenergan? And they go, okay, well, here, try this. And uh, I tell you, I remember. I tell you, I tell you. I remember all, all. Do you remember when you ate that medicine you didn't like? And it gave you the nightmares, hallucinations. I dreamt of. What I can only describe, it seemed like an abstract painting of a... Ooh, Fury Road. Okay, this way at best, close, close way I can describe it. Fury Road, you see that big cloud. If you just look in the trailer for Mad Max Fury Road, there's a big cloud slowly coming in. Coming in. That's kind of like what this was. Kind of like the nothing from Never Ending Story, yet it was a, it was just like a big, smoggy, it looked like a finger painting of sort, like smudgy, smudgy, big, it was a very, one thing is for sure, it was a huge, slow-moving, ginormous, slow-moving, smudgy smudgerton. Smudgy Smudgerton. And I felt... Okay, here. I, I, I think I slightly felt like I was a part of it. And I also feel like there's something... There must have been something about this that was scary. And I don't know if I woke up right away. If I just, you know, just dealt with this thing... But I could definitely say, if you find that medicine that starts with an M, that's kind of in the group of Fenergan, you know, within that family, do not give it to your kids. 
I mean, they might have different reactions. They might drink a dream of uh, puppy dogs, puppy dogs and iguanas. Puppy dogs and iguanas. I like me my pets. Give me my cats or my turtles. Give me what I can get. I like my animals and amphibians too. I like my fishies and my creatures on the land. My monkeys. <laughs> and my flowers and plants, you can better believe. I love me my nature. I love me my nature. <laughs> Give me my puppies. Give me iguanas. Give me my kittens. <laughs> Give me my turtles. <laughs> give me, give me my octopi. Hi. Give me my squid. My squid don't squirt me in the eye with no ink. No, no, no. <laughs> that would stink. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want no ink in my eye. Here's a question. So if a squid squirts out ink. Is that where we're getting all our ink from? I, I assume at this point it's man-made. But man, if ink originally came from squids... I'm driving right now, so I'm not going to check. But if you want to Google for me. And if I remember, I'll Google when I get home. If we're even still talking. we still got a little ways yet. I, I, don't, I don't have the drive time estimate. I don't have that with me right now. I don't have it with me. It's somewhere in my uh, electronic iPhone computer database portable handheld system functioning unit. <laughs> oh. oh, that would be funny. I can imagine, you know, Meat Clown Industries, they always got these funny, like, uh, uh, meat-like... Meat-like cheese food substance product. Poultry. Po uh, Meat-based poultry product. Uh, so, the, yeah, the ink. Did it really come from squids? And then the, the next question is, or maybe is that just a nickname they gave to it? I mean, like, okay, so for instance, we heard about cat gut. Cat gut strings. Was that really taken from cat's guts? Was it really? Was it really? Cat gut? Cat gut. I like to believe it. It, 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 it was just cat gut, cat gut, and ink. So I'm trying to figure out the chain of events. So let's say there was a, a deep, uh, a deep sea diver, a scuba diver, snorkeler. I don't know, 1800s earlier. And they saw that this squid squirted out ink. Let's say this is before pens were invented. I mean, I don't know. How do you how do you how do you make that link? 
It's my own fault for not searching it on on, on the uh, the search engines uh, right now. It's my own fault. It's my own fault. Uh, Me, me personally, tell you what, tell you what, me, tell you what, tell you what, tell you what, me, I'm taking full responsibility. Me, listen, me, this, this guy, this guy, I'm taking full responsibility. I'm telling you, chief, I'm taking full responsibility here. By the way, I ordered a new French press coffee machine maker. 32 ounces, baby. 32 OC. 32 OC, ladies and gentlemen. 32 OC of Good Morning America. Good Morning America. Good Morning America, America. Good Morning America, USA. Good morning, America, Earth peoples. Good morning, America, Earth peoples. Get ready for another exciting edition of Inspirado Projecto. So I rarely, I haven't been drinking coffee lately. At home, as much as I used to. I think I've told you this. I think I've told you this. In fact, you're probably going, Kurt, please, 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 please. Stop, 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 stop. You're always talking about your coffee that you don't drink. You're always talking to me, and I'm tired of hearing all about that. (laughs) I don't want to hear about your coffee anymore. No, thanks. I don't want to hear about it anymore. Please tell me about you drinking water instead. That's much better to my ears. Like me, my agua. Oh, yes, I do. But that coffee, not so much. Someone here has a turn signal on to go into the right lane. Go ahead and make your turn. Hurry up. Come on. I'm trying to let you in. Go, 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 go. Come on. I'm trying to let you in. Go, 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 go. Go, 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 go. I'm trying to let you in. Go, go, go. Go, 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 go. Don't you no, 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 no. At this point, I'm starting to think maybe you just like having your turn signal on. At this point in my career as an earthling human being on Earth, I'm just thinking perhaps that's just something that you just like a doing. Perhaps that's just your trademark thing. Everybody's got their trademark thing. Some people eat lollipops. Some people chew their bubblegum. Some people go a fishing. Some people like a climb and a terrace. Other people like a tying their shoelaces. Shoelaces. Other people like playing a frisbee. Some people like a petting their canines. Other people like a plain petting on the bellies of their felines. Everybody's got their thing. Everybody's got that thing. So in this instance, leaving your right turn signal on wherever you go is the thing that this person does. Bom, 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 bom. Going everywhere with the right turn signal on is what this person does. Because they like it. Yes, they like it. Hey, they like it. Let's keep the turn signal on. Let's do it. Let's confuse the populace. They like it. Let's keep the turn signal on. Let's confuse the populace. Everybody's moving out of your way. But you like it. Keep your turn signal on. Everybody's getting confused. You don't give a rat's ass. You like it. 
It's throwing off calibrations with the traffic and everybody doesn't know what to do, but you like it. There's a general fog in the air tonight, or rather today. Actually, I can't tell what time of time it is because there's so much fog. Is it daytime or is it nighttime? Is it daytime or is it nighttime? What if, what if fog could carry with it? within its little uh, water molecules. You hear that vibrato in my whistle? That's the sound of the bump, like the brr in the car, listen. That's the indicator. If you ever need to, if you ever need an indicator as to whether uh, the car that I'm driving in at the moment is bumpy or not, just let me know. I'll do the whistling thing. Just let me know. Say, hey, Kurt. You know, can I? I want to get a test. I want to. I want to test the street. I feel like I'm in the car with you. I can't fully see what you see in the car with you. The other day, I watched a TED Talk with a guy about (laughs) hypnosis and magic, and he did this miraculous stuff. He showed a little video. I saw Darren Brown do this, too, and he took a lady, he put a bag over her head drove in a convertible? Yeah, convertible. Yeah, convertible. That's what it was. And so he drove her, drove her, drove her, drove her a certain distance. He tells her to take the mask off. Oh, and she also had like a, she had a blindfold over her eyes and then she had a bag over her head. So He goes, okay, give me the blindfold, give me the bag, I'll put it on my head, and we're going to go driving. And he goes, keep your eyes on the road, I'm going to look through your eyes. I'm going to look through your eyes. You have to keep your eyes on the road. So he's driving, and there are uh, cameras in the car, and neither one of them is wearing a seatbelt, a helmet, helmet. And he is driving, and it looks fast. And he's just driving this open road out in the country, which is very smart. And she, you know, he's like, you know, you see him kind of almost swerve off the road a couple of times and stuff for added bonus effect. And, man... I don't know how he did it, but he got all the way back to the original spot that they originally started from. Completely all in one piece, no crashes. Here's this big bus next to me. It says Commuter Express. 
And in my mind, I just thought, Computer Express. What if that bus was a bus for computers? All right. All right, all computers allowed, all iOS systems, all Microsoft systems, all Linux systems, all Androids, all Samsungs, all Galaxies. Come on, come on. I pound the bus. Wanna go to San Diego? We'll take you there. Computer Express. Hop on. Hop on the Computer Express. Man, this fog looks awesome! The way that the the way that the sun is coming, jeez! The way the way that the sun is poking through, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. I'm holding the beverage here, man. Oh my God! This is great. This is beautiful. This is California. Here we come, California. Here we come. Watch out, buddy. Watch out, buddy. I'm getting into my lane. Don't you dare get into my lane. I'm getting into a lane. Don't you dare try to get into my lane. Here we go. The fog has lifted and now the sun is shining. Ladies and gentlemen, it is another bright, beautiful day in California. Yeah. Another bright and beautiful day in California. Yeah. We've been on the run. Driving in the sun, driving down the 101, California, here we come, right back where we started from, California, here we come, California, here we come, right now we're driving down 405, driving down the 405, California, sun's in my eyes. But that's not at all a surprise, California. There's a wonderful song by Phantom Planet. Wonderful song called uh, Anthem. I think it's just called Anthem. Oh my God, I got to figure out how to play that song. It's such, such a good song. It's beautiful. It's triumphant. It's triumphant. It's about a guy who wakes up, he's got an idea for a song, he writes it down, he starts playing it, and he's playing it, and all of a sudden, it's like his entire world starts singing along with him. Swimming with a song, swimming in my head. Everyone was singing along the same words, the same song. And then it goes, uh, something, something, and then it goes, and this whole world needs an anthem and I'm trying to put the words where they belong yeah this whole world needs an anthem and I'm trying to put oh and I hope that everyone will sing along will sing along 
Oh, it gets high up there. And this whole world needs an anthem. And I'm trying to put the words where they belong. Yeah, this whole world needs an anthem. And I hope that everyone will sing along. We'll sing along. We'll sing along. So good. I accidentally figured out how to play uh, while Jenny and I were waiting to watch Anima. Um, I think Jenny was finish, finishing up eating or something, and I <coughs> or something. I don't know. I don't know what was happening, but while while we I was waiting about to play that movie, which I talked about in the last podcast, Tom York. Phenomenal, 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 phenomenal. Suspiria, I think, gave him the 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 uh, the excitement in moving forward with making um, making this anima. Whew! Such a good one. Such a good one. Such a good one. And I figured out how to play the song just. Which I'd never tried to figure out how to play before. I couldn't believe it. The song "Just" by Radiohead it goes, boom, boom, ba, boom, ba, boom, 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 can't get to stink off. It's been hanging around for days. So I figured out. You just do it to yourself, just you, you and no one else. You do it to yourself, just you, you and no one else. You do it to yourself. That is a phenomenal video. If you ever get a chance, check out that video. It has, it's got such a unique sound to it. The song Just, the way that that little tiny lead in there, boop, 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 boop. I mean, that's like the tiniest, simplest little boop, 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 boop. And it's in such a way that you'd never expect, you never expect it. Boop, 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 boop. Oh, wait. Jenny's saying something. Flight isn't leaving till 12.45 now. Uh-oh. Oh, man. Uh, well. 9, 10, 11, 12. This is crazy. We got there. Wow. Wow. So she's, she'll be sitting around. Should be hanging around that airport for a while. Should be hanging around that airport for a little bit long. Should be hanging around, round, 
I tell you, I got a screener, a really awesome screener from Kapow. It's three hours. Oh my God, it's three hours and 42 minutes. I wish I could screen this thing. It goes into mind control. It goes into the whole history of MK Ultra. All this stuff, phenomenal stuff, awesome documentary. But oh, I mean, that's that's like two blocks of films right there for one movie. I mean, if they could guarantee that, that's I mean, that's tough. It's such a tough thing. It's such a tough position to be in. So if you're listening to this right now, movie makers who made that movie, I apologize. It's not that I don't want to play your movie, but trust me, this is exactly the type of movie that I want to play. But I can't. I can't. I just can't do it. I wish. I wish I could. I wish I could. I mean, that's four hours. I could... Let's see. By the time I get home, let's see. Let's see if I get home by 8.30. 9, 10, 12. That's... All right, it's 12. I could sit down and watch this movie. I'll at least give it my own screening. I saw... I flipped through it. Um... It's interesting when you can look at 190 movies. I mean, some of these festivals, could you imagine some of these festivals have thousands and thousands of entries? This year we got 190 so far. I think we still got about, what, four or five more movies that are still on their way. Oh, by the way, I'm giving you all this little secret, okay? Only those of you who are listening to this. So, Bloody Bobby, the title of it has been changed to Legend of Fall Creek. Legend of Fall Creek, which is great because it's like Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Legend of Fall Creek. And uh, so, after all this time, for the longest time, whoa, 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 the longest, for the longest time. We've been trying to get this movie out. Ooh, it's been more than five years. Whoa, we want it out there. We want to show you this movie that we made this horror film on Halloween. With Bloody Bobby. So basically, each of these Bloody Bobby films will be a a Legend of Fall Creek film. So, Black Pumpkin. Bam. Uh, So we've renamed it to Legend of Fall Creek. And... So... I'd love to believe that we get this thing out before October. From what I heard, that new Joker film is coming out in October. And there are some similarities. I'm not talking huge huge similarities, but little similarities. Just enough where if people saw our movie after they saw Joker, they would think that we saw Joker and we decided to emulate pieces of what they did in that movie. It's so interesting. The various things that I've that I've been involved with and I've been privy to and I've seen the evolution of 
things that then show up in other movies, certain traits. There's certain traits of Black Pumpkin uh, that when that comes out, people will look at that. That's the sequel to uh, Bloody Bobby, a.k.a. Legend of Fall Creek. That... Um, That has similarities to that Halloween, the latest Halloween film, is Jamie Lee Curtis. <coughs> the only true sequel, so to speak, to to uh, ha- uh, Halloween. Because the, blo- the the Bloody Bobby series, Legend of Bla- uh, Fall Creek, Legend of Fall Creek series, the Bloody Bobby and Black P- Pumpkin, um, it takes place on Halloween. It always takes place on Halloween. And man, I got so many ideas for stuff. I got so many ideas for stuff that I, I would love to see happen within the town of Fall Creek. themselves on film. I remember seeing a, I think it was a Jimmy Kimmel long ago. It was on, actually on YouTube on Jimmy Kimmel. There's a little piece, I think it said something like, Nicole Kidman hates seeing herself or something. And uh, so I watched the video and sure enough, when they played a scene from a movie that she was in, she looked away. And he's like, why do you look away? I noticed you look away. She goes, oh, I hate seeing myself act. And It's, I can't say that I necessarily fully, fully, I mean, I think if you're in your head when you're making something, you could see what you're in your head about. You could see what you're hesitant about. You could see, you could see. those little hitches were and um, there was there's yeah there was uh, parts in Bloody Bobby you know I don't know there's parts in all the movie in, in the movies that I that I look at and go uh, and just cringe and go oh Bloody Bobby, it was a nine-day shoot. We shot with two cameras, which I thought was a very, very smart idea. Very efficient way to shoot a movie. You shoot with two cameras at once. What a novel idea. What a novel idea. We shot with two cameras at once. So you did much less takes. And that way you could just do it just like a play. You just normally act. You just normally act like you would. And you got, bam, you got, the, you got it. And uh, I got to tell you, Anita Lehman... Such a good actress. She pulled it out of me. Oh, my God. She pulled it out of me, man. I hope I did this. I hope I helped her out, too. I hope I did the same for her. Just a great actress. 
Gotta have her on the podcast sometime. I come across so many good people. Uh, I think on the next K-Chung show, not this Friday, next Friday, because it's the third. Uh, I mean, Monday. Monday. Not this coming Monday, but the Monday after that. Whatever that date is. (laughs) From 1 to 2 p.m. I'll have Phil Donlin in the studio. And my old buddy. He's always fun. So we talk about all these crazy old stories. It's so funny. It's so funny. So many crazy. So many crazy stories. If you look through, let's see. Um, if you go to mixcloud.com slash inspirato projecto, if you go there, you can scroll through it and you'll see there's a, there's an episode with me and Phil and Noel is on it. And Phil tells our story of when we had, well, I wasn't there. I wasn't able to show up, but where they... And I was, oof, I was supposed to go there that night. They, they, uh, he and our buddy, our buddies got a, a blow up, um, Godzilla that was from the roof of a, um, thank you, thank you, thank you, thanks for letting me in, uh, a blow up Godzilla that they got from the roof of, I think, a car, car dealership. And then there was, there was a King Kong Oh, that's my exit. And then a King Kong was on the roof of a McDonald's. And so what they did was late at night, they deflated the Godzilla, took it over to the McDonald's, got up on the roof and tried to inflate the Godzilla so it looked like there's a big fight happening between Godzilla and and and, uh, King Kong. And it was just so such a funny story so he's going to be he's going to be in the studio he just got back from shooting actually actually if you listen to that episode he'll be he's talking about he brought his buddy Monroe um they're talking about how they're going to shoot a movie and um uh so they went out and they shot the movie so that'll be great when they come back into the studio we could talk all about it and find out what exactly that experience was like. I saw uh, an Instagram post and on Twitter where he he interviewed Drew Barrymore. Interviewed Drew Barrymore. Man, I had a crush on Drew Barrymore. My girlfriend at the time, Sarah Brandon, she looked like Drew Barrymore. And so whenever I saw Drew Barrymore, I thought of my girlfriend at that time. And every time I saw my girlfriend, I thought of Drew Barrymore. And, uh, so I, f- I felt this closeness to Drew Barrymore. There's something just... She herself might be an extraterrestrial. She looks so funny, just so goofy and playful. And so Phil somehow interviewed her, which I'm so curious to hear about. To hear about how all that went. Oh my gosh, we're nearing the end of our, our time here. I didn't realize this. Look at this, we're almost home. 
almost perfect, you know, base perfect timing here, basically perfect timing. So if you want to, uh, you're listening to Inspirato Projecto, by the way. If you want to send me any of your audio, send me any of your audio. In that last episode, you can hear Craig Spivak tell an extraordinary story about a synchronicity that happened to him. I'm so excited that he's sharing these with me. I'm so excited that any of you are sharing these with me. Please, please share them with me. I go bonkers for these. Please share me, share with me your synchronicities. Email inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com. Email me your audio. I'd say like up to three minutes. Music, dreams, synchronicities, strange stories. Uh, Also, uh, call the hotline. We got a hotline, Inspirato Projecto hotline. 561-203-9179. 9179er. Call Jupiter, leave your voicemail, and I can download it and I can upload it to the podcast. So please do that for us, for me, for all of us, for yourself. And uh, and I'll put it on the program. Just keep listening and I'll I'll you know I'll get it on there for you. I love the I love the participation. I love it. If you got, you know, found audio, if it's your kids talking gibberish, if it's your dogs talking, whatever you got, send it to me. If you got strange ideas, just send them to me. The most surreal, you know, interesting facts and figures that you learned, just send them to me, please. I love it. You can find uh, this podcast on Anchor, on iTunes, TuneIn, Breaker, Streaker, Stitcher, Overcast. Uh, Castbox, Radio Public, whole bunch of places, all over places. Wherever podcasts are found, you will find this here. Himalaya, that's another one. Flipboard, whole bunch. So radio.com, podcast.com, all, all they're all over the place. So if you ever want to hear this or subscribe to it on any of your favorite uh, podcast apps, please do so. We look forward to participating with you in any way that you are willing to participate with us. So take care. Keep your senses open. Because remember, you are a a receiver of information. You're a receiver of the transmissions. Your antennae capture it.